Hey, this is Bruce. I'm the pastor of the Word Church, Kimberley. I'm so glad that you're joining us on our podcast today. I trust that Jesus will speak to your heart, that you'll be strengthened with faith, and that you'll experience the breakthrough that you're looking for. Enjoy the message. I am um, excited about what the Lord is doing. All right? Not just at church in my life, what God is doing in my life. And I, I, I trust that you'll get perspective that you'll be excited about what the Lord is doing in your life. Um, we, had a, we had a chat at a men's meeting, and this sounds quite controversial, but um, when we think of the goodness of God and we think about, um, I don't know about you, but I think of, of green grass and sunny sun outside and it's just nice, perfect weather. That's kind of what makes me think of the goodness of God. But it's like when we sing that song, all my life you have been faithful. When you actually look back on your life, you, you look at like everything, the good, the difficult times. Um, and then you realize, oh, that's but the goodness of God. He's been through there all the time. And I've also come to realize how the goodness of God can lead you into pressure as well. And it's not just um, sunshine and roses. That's the goodness of God. The goodness of God can, it can lead you into a place where it's messy and hard and difficult. Okay? So, um, listen, I hope you don't take that portion and, and only walk out with that. But um, the goodness of God, because sometimes God uh, will take you to a place to set you up for a victory. And um, unfortunately, if we think that God's goodness is just going to give you things, that's when you never grow up. That's when you never mature. You don't mature by just getting things. I need you, and I don't want to give it, I don't want you to hear this in a purely natural way sense. I want you to hear, um, I'm not trying to say that you have to pay a price for the goodness of God. It's not. God's goodness is, is unfair, okay? Okay, he, he will, you'll experience supernatural acceleration, all of that. You'll experience favor. But in the sense I've found, and if I look back on my life and I sing, all my life you have been faithful, Lord, I look at some really, really tough and hard things that have made me stronger, that have uh, given me the capacity to do what I'm doing, um, that, have, that have brought a sense of maturity, that I've got rid of um, entitlement, that, that's been turned from the most hard and difficult things, that have turned to my good. Come on. And so when I think about it in that sense, um, then I realize that when I'm facing something tough, I need perspective. You know, I was thinking about marriage. You know, you stand there and they tell you, you know, in sickness and in health, yes. You know, for all the stuff, you know, what's all the, I can't even remember the list, eh? Better or for worse. And you're just thinking, oh, it's better. It's just going to be good. We're just going to be in love. It's going to be great. Nothing bad's going to happen. 
nothing bad ever happens to me. No. I don't know if you guys watched the Lego movie. Probably not. But, um, and then the moment that things go wrong, you think you made a wrong decision. But there's some things you must go through. I, I can't believe sometimes how in the name of grace we can preach that we don't go through things. My goodness, you have to go through things. And like Joel Osteen said, you must grow through things. Grow through things. Don't go, go through things. Um, but uh, Anya and I were having a conversation. I said, is there, if you look back at our life, is there any decision that you would have made differently? And I mean, we, we sacrificed a lot when we went to a Bible school. We um, went to run a Bible school and we went through some of the toughest, difficult things. And, I, and we both said, no, we won't change anything. I'm so thankful for everything we have grown through, that we've gone through. Um, yeah. I really, what, what am I doing wrong? Okay. Um, <laughs> the stories, no, you don't, there's some things, you're not ready. Um, and you know what? Every time God gives Christians a promise, or every time, doesn't matter if it's a New Testament or Old Testament, it's always met with opposition. Every promise, it's almost instant, is met by opposition. Um, and just what Inga said as well about they got so many, um, <laughs> they got so many prophetic words about a child, and then you met with irony of miscarriages. But it doesn't change God's word. And, uh, uh, oh man, come on, every promise has to, you have to get to almost like a Red Sea. And I don't want to make this your doctrine because sometimes um, you, you, you get things without opposition, okay? So hear me nicely. But I think God wants to increase your capacity for more, to, to, to be able to get more territory, to, to do more in the kingdom, to do more in your own personal life. And sometimes the word is always a met, met with opposition, but why God? Why am I here? Why is this happening? I thought you were good. I thought, I mean, I can't tell you the amount of pressure that a preacher experiences that nobody, probably nobody knows about. But it's an internal work that the Lord is, allows you to have so that you can break through. Amen. Amen. Just because the work environment is tough doesn't mean it's not from God. Just because your marriage might be going through a bit of a war doesn't mean that you missed it. Still means that the goodness of God or the promise is there waiting for you. Okay? You put it in any line. Maybe you've been... Uh, going for business for years and you just don't get your breakthrough doesn't mean that it's the promise is, is, is a lie. The promise is true. And there's something that needs to happen from the inside of you.
that needs to burst forth so that you can possess the promise. Amen. I hope I'm speaking to you because I love it when when the Lord um, gets gets clarity. A couple of years ago, I gave this um, picture. Come, um, Aiden. That's the problem with sitting in the front. Okay. So sometimes the Lord, uh, uh, we experience God in this way. It's like um, the Lord says, come, take a step to me. And then I, come, come here. And you feel like you're getting nowhere in life until you look back and you think the distance is so far until you look back and you see, but you're not, come, come. And you look back and you realize you're not where you used to be. And sometimes it's a necessary call where God calls you. Thank you, Aiden. Um, where it's a where God calls you and you feel like you're going nowhere and you feel like nothing is happening. But in the meantime, when just keep going and you look back, you're not the same as what you were. You're not in the same place as where you were. Amen. All right, so we've probably got to, got to um, read some Bible. So let's, let's go to uh, 2 Corinthians. You know, we, we had James 1 speaks about consider it joy when you go through all kinds of trials and tribulations. You know, I always laugh when, I, when people tell me their problems and, you know, and then at the end they say, you know, but James said we must consider it joy. You know, it's like almost like, feel sorry for me, but it's joy. You know, <laughs> it's like um, you should actually realize like when the trial comes, when, when the pressure comes, when you feel like you're being squeezed, when, when your character is like, you know, you want to lash out or there's things happening or when that happens, you need the perspective that God is actually setting me up for something greater. And that if I can deal with this right, I am going to progress. I'm going to, I'm going to grow up. I'm going to grow up, all right? Grow up, for goodness sake, all of you. Grow up, grow in God, grow in grace. Yes, grow in grace. And, um, and look at your pressure and your problems differently. Well, if I could only have that guy's paycheck, but do you have his problems? Can you handle his problems? Oh, yeah, no, no, if I can only have his car, can you pay for his service? Are you prepared? <laughs> Come on, I'm, I want you to know that the, God needs to, you have to grow. You have to, there has to be a capacity that changes in you. And so if you are met with opposition and you retreat, you don't get your promise. Amen? So, um, and it's it's a it's a funny um, sermon, this, but um, I think it's very healthy. So Second Corinthians twelve took me from being puffed up and too much elated by the exceeding greatness of these revelations 
there was given me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to rack and buffet and harass me and to keep me from being excessively exalted. Three times I called upon the Lord and besought him about this and begged him that it might depart from me. And he said to me, my grace, my favor, my loving kindness, and my mercy is enough for you. It's sufficient against any danger and enables you to bear the trouble manfully. For my strength and power are made perfect and show themselves most effective in your weakness. Therefore, I will all the more um, gladly glory in my weaknesses and infirmities that the strength and the power of Christ may rest upon me. (laughs) Come on, man. A perspective, my weaknesses, okay, my weaknesses, um, the, the things that I'm struggling with, the areas that I don't have the breakthrough. If I can shift the perspective and realize that God is busy working something on the inside of me, which is called grace, which is the ability to press through, to break through, but it's not in your own strength, okay? But you, you do have to get a new perspective. You have to get a new perspective. Um, what you're dealing with now is important for your breakthrough. Okay. I'm serious. You know, it's like um, we spoke about this also at the men's meeting. If you go to gym and you take 40 kilograms, 20, 20, and you start benching, maybe you can you could do the first three or four easy, no problem. But yeah, when you get to 10, maybe it gets harder. That's when you're getting stronger. <laughs> That point where it's getting, ah, that's the point where you're actually getting stronger. Come on. (laughs) Perspective. Then the next time, the next time that you bench that, you're doing it. No problem. Because you overcome it in that weakness. Yes. Amen. All right. So quickly go to... um, uh, uh, what's that verse, Isaiah 59. I've been um, stuck on this one for the last while. Verse, verse chapter 19. Oh, uh, Verse 19, chapter 59. Thank you, Lord. It says, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him and put him to flight. For he will come like a rushing stream, which the breath of the Lord drives. Okay? which the breath of the Lord drives. So the moment I get into opposition, the moment the, the, the enemy comes in, the, the Bible says that God will raise a standard 
And so what we understand that to be is grace. Is grace. Grace to overcome. Come on. Receive the grace to overcome. For goodness sake, guys, um, uh, if you are, if you find yourself stuck in a rut the whole time, oh, I'm here again, and you're feeling sorry for yourself, change your confession. Change your confession. You may, come on, what's his name said? If you want, what's his name? Um, Furtick said, if you want to change the direction of your life, you have to change the declaration of your lips. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, I can't do this. Oh, we're here again. I don't know if I'm ever going to be happy. Change the declaration of your lips. Come on, put on Farrell Williams' happy song and play it over and over and sing it until you believe it, until you're happy. Okay, all right. Um, so the Spirit of the Lord will raise a standard against him. And I have to just quickly read this one in, that we read at men's. Second Samuel chapter, chapter 5. Woo! Today, we're responding. We're going to respond. Because a lot of the promises that you're waiting for is not happening because you're not responding. A lot of things don't, because you don't understand the perspective, how important it is to go through this. And you will go through it. And you will come out on the other side stronger. You will go come through it. It won't feel like anything when you're there. But you will come out stronger. Amen. Second uh, Samuel chapter 5. And, and this is verse 19. I thought this was awesome. David inquired of the Lord, shall I go up against the Philistines? This is shortly after David became king. He inherits a promise. He says, shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into, into my hand? And the Lord said to David, go up, for I will deliver them into your hand. Next verse. David came to Baal Perazim, and he smote them there. I, I, have you ever smote someone or smote something? <laughs> I've never smote my children. Smote. It's a potent word. But David smote them there. And he said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me, like the bursting of, out of great waters. So he called that name, the place, Baal Perizim, Lord of breaking through. Come on, you've got opposition in front of you. Don't tell me that you don't. Everyone has got opposition. Uh, it, most often it's what's happening inside of you. If you feel like a, like a victim, God is going to give you the breakthrough that you break through that. Amen? And he's, he's, that place is Balparism, but which means his name is the God of the breakthrough. Of the breakthrough. The job you took is a blessing. Come on, for those who are struggling with it, God will give you promotion and a time to change will come. If you know it, there will be a time. But where you're at, interpret it as a blessing. Interpret your boss that's giving you a hard time as a blessing. Till you figure out, okay, how am I going to deal with this? Because most often, you're dealing with you. 
you're not dealing with the boss. Okay? If your marriage is tough, consider it a blessing. In the right perspective, in the right perspective, if, uh, look, hear me what I'm saying. Um, so, I was thinking a lot about, um, mo- most often, people are not happy. People are struggling. They, they're stuck. In the last couple of weeks, we, we had a great analogy. I don't think I even taught it here. Maybe I must teach it. We spoke most uh, to the guys in, um, in Mpumalanga, the guys who went on the outreach, about, about rivers on the inside of you, that God wants to fill you up. And, and God wants rivers to, to, to come burst forth from, from inside of you. So there has to be a breaking from inside of you. There has to be a shift in faith, something that changes in your confession that says, I can do this. I've got this. I can do this. I've got this. You know, it's like what Hebrews says about stripping off all the weight, the unnecessary weight, and going for the prize, contending for the prize, contending for um, the promise. Now, Jesus spoke about um, about being able to be happy regardless of what's happening on the outside. Okay, this is in John 4, where he speaks to the woman, where she's going to get water. Now, we know her predicament is she's struggling, she's got marriage issues galore because she's had five husbands and the next one that she's with is not her husband so Jesus kind of indirectly picks up this problem that she's just never satisfied she never gets the breakthrough and what Jesus does is he shifts um, he makes a shift in perspective and saying your need to be something and the need that you feel needs to come from the outside in I'm going to cause to come from the inside out. And, and so how it, you think today that your breakthrough comes from the outside in, Jesus is turning that inside out. And he's saying the breakthrough is going to come from inside out. And he's going to make the change here. And you have to be able to say, Lord, bring that change in me. Because the people around you are not going to change for you. Nobody's going to change for you. Things are not going to change for you. The change has to come from the inside out. And so this is what Jesus says. She sits at this well. Uh, well, he sits at the well because the Bible says he's tired. And uh, he asks her, give me, give me a drink. You know the story. How is it that you... A Jew would ask a Samaritan woman for a drink. And uh, they go on this conversation. He says, if you knew who was speaking to you, you would ask for living water. Living water. And um, maybe, maybe let's 
Let's just go there. Let's go to John 4. I want you to just see what he says there. Uh, This is life-changing. If you understand this, if you accept this word, this will change your life. Guaranteed. He says, I think we did touch on this a while back. Verse 13, John 4 verse 13. Jesus answered her, all who drink of this water will be thirsty again. Next one. Carry on, sorry. All the drink of this will be thirsty again. But whoever takes a drink of the water that I will give him shall never, no, never be thirsty anymore. But the water that I will give him shall become a spring of water welling up within him unto eternal life. Okay. Later on, she says, um, she says, give me this water. Then after the, the prophetic word, she leaves her water pot and she goes and she evangelizes the whole city because she found something that satisfies. She found something that truly, truly satisfies. I'm going to need a, a hand. Come on. All right, everyone, focus. Look, if you think you've seen this before, you haven't. Okay? I feel often like this. Don't go away. Like this. This is how I feel. You know, I've got some positives in my life. But I've got some negatives. And psychologists will tell you, focus on the positives. Don't focus on the negatives. And then we'll have the debate on, is this half full or is this half empty? I think it's half full. I'm an optimist. It's half full. And uh, in, in life, I don't know. If I'm allowed to do this, uh, I don't have another glass. I don't look for Okay, cool. In life, I felt as a preacher, I get enough to give you guys something in the week. And then on Monday, I look like this. And I have to get all my strength just to give you guys something. Oh, here we pretty much what it looks like. <laughs> I will not be drinking that. And, and so we go through life like this. And then when we decide to give and to, and to live and to be spontaneous and to help someone, we give what we have and we end up like this. Okay? This thing's got a leak in. Anyway, but this is not what Jesus wants us to do. He said, I'm, I'm going to give you like living water. I'm going to give you living water. It's going to come from the inside again. He said, he said you'll never thirst again. Okay? Thank you, Tom. He said, you'll never, never thirst again. And I looked into that, and um, it doesn't mean that you'll never thirst again. It doesn't mean that you won't thirst. It means 
that you will be able to drink, that you will have an access to heaven 24-7. That whether I come to church and I can drink, I can drink on Monday, drink on Tuesday, drink on Wednesday, anywhere. That's why I said it's not that mountain or that mountain. Okay? Okay, so what, what, what God wants from us, and the breakthrough that you'll experience, he said, out of your inmost will flow. Let rivers. So, yay. Well done, guys. Thank you. So, and even notice that this little piece of oats or whatever it was that's coming out there. Goes out as well. But, hey, there we go. You're ahead of me. So he said that out of your innermost being will, will flow rivers. And so now when I'm giving, I'm not losing anything. I'm not getting tired. And God, God wants, you might have to pour for me. Just maybe take it to the kitchen. I actually got that from, from Yvonne Jock Rita Buertas. He came and spoke to me at the end of a service once. And she said, the psychologist just says your, your glass is half full. But David said, my cup runs over. Come on, man. My cup runs over. Amen. And so I'm not going to weigh the good and the bad. If it's bad, it's still good because he makes it work together for good. If I'm met with opposition, I need to get the pressure working in my favor than the pressure that is actually destroying me. Yeah, I hope I'm coming through today. Um, Throw back to about four years ago sermon about the egg. If an egg breaks, it can be a good or a bad thing. It can mean, someone said this, okay, listen to this. Okay, if the egg breaks from the outside in, it results in death. If the egg breaks from the inside out, it results in life. Amen? If the egg breaks next to the pan, it results in bacon and eggs for breakfast. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that's a joke, Bertus. No, no, it wasn't a joke. That was me. But what if we were, we were able to, um, what if today, if you shift your perspective and you begin to drink of the living water that you have access to, and when you begin to answer your, your opposition, when you begin to answer the voices that, that's telling you, ah, this is bad, this is wrong, where it's, okay, Lord, help me navigate through this to get to my promise. Come on, if things are not right, doesn't mean you're missing God's will. If things are not right right now, doesn't mean you're missing God's will. Please listen to what I'm saying. The goodness of God 
you can be in God's hand right now, experiencing his goodness while things are falling apart, while things are not right. You can, you can drink from him, and that's that standard that when the enemy comes in can be lifted up and raised, and you can have the breakthrough. Sounds like I'm getting too technical, but this is, this is for reals. Um, and uh, I really feel um, led, I felt led to say this because for, for us and our church, I believe we're going to, we're going to break through. Um, we're seeing glimpses. Um, but for you and your life, for your, whatever it is that concerns you, whether it's sickness, whether it's um, uh, a work thing, whether it's a relational thing, Ask God today to give you perspective and realize that the breakthrough you need is not from the outside in. It will result in that, but it's going to start from the inside out. Jesus turned the whole thing around. And uh, yeah, I want to quickly pray for you. That thing that's on your heart that needs to change right now, come on, I know some it's a career, some it's a relationship, some it's, some it's just the, the person in the mirror. Father, today, today in Jesus' name, thank you that we can place a demand in the sense of, on the spirit. Lord, we, we are thirsty. We are thirsty. We are thirsty. Some are thirsty for words of affirmation. Some are thirsty for just a better, a happier day. But today we acknowledge and we learn from your word that you said that we can, we can experience that from inside out. I pray for that river to begin to gush forth on the inside. That giving will be easy. That we can give and give and give and give and give and find our joy in being the expression of who you called us to be. Living the life that you've called us to live. <laughs> the picture that you had in your heart when you started that business. The picture that you had when you said yes at the altar. God says, Amen. Amen to that. Amen to that. Thank you, Jesus. So I agree with every promise. And I thank you for, for the strength to rise up from the inside, from the inside out, to break forth today. In the name of Jesus. Well, I trust that message blessed you. Please feel free to contact us for any prayer requests or feedback. We would love to connect with you. You can follow the Word Church Kimberly on any social media platform and become a part of our online community. Be blessed.